Hi everyone and welcome back to the Paperless Movement podcast. I cannot wait to talk to my guest today, Tolia Filipov. He's the product manager of Miro. And as you know, Miro is one of my beloved tools that I use in my productivity system when it comes to creating concepts, creative research and so on. We dive into more detail what I'm using it for. If you're one of my Inner Circle members, you might know already that I also offer an online course for my Inner Circle members where I show you how to use Miro for mind mapping. If you're not aware of this, make sure, go there, check it out. I think it's really, really interesting for anybody who wants to dive deep into mind mapping and creative research when it comes using Miro. As usual, this episode is sponsored by my Inner Circle members, so thank you very much for your consistent support. And I think, without further ado, let's dive into it. Alright everyone, let's get started with Tolia Filipov. He is the product manager from Miro, and uh, as you know, that's my beloved tool that I use for mind management, uh, for mind mapping, and for creative research. And I'm really looking forward to this interview. This will be really exciting. Welcome to the show, Tolia. Maybe you introduce yourself. I hope I pronounced it right. Let's <laughs> get started. Yeah, uh, definitely. Great to be here, uh, Tom. Thanks for inviting me. I've been uh, watching uh, your channel like for eight months, I guess, and I'm. Oh, that's uh, awesome. I really love the quality of your content, so I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so I'm Tolia, product manager at Mira. Uh, Mira is online collaborative whiteboard platform. It helps distributed teams to work effectively together, from running brainstorming sessions to planning projects from designing new products to facilitating agile ceremonies. And our vision is to live in a world where teams can create together seamlessly, regardless of location. Um, and in the beginning of our podcast, I would like to say that I'm really honored to hear feedback uh, that in these unstable times, we help people to work in a remote setup more effectively. And uh, previously, we as a company uh, have been distributed not remote and now we are fully remote and it helps us to empathize even better with our customers because we create mirror in mirror yeah. uh, and we drink in our own champagne every day <laughs> yeah that's good yeah. that's a good relation yeah that's uh that's that's really interesting um that you know you should use your own tools isn't it i'm always wondering if really all the, the productivity companies use really their own tools especially when it comes to ui and ux uh, ux and you know the intuitive handling of the things you sometimes wonder are they ever use their own tool i mean that's so complicated and that's something i really appreciate about miro if you never used miro before you go in there and it's so intuitive to find out things there without you, you reading any manual um mm -hmm. i mean i made an online course specifically about mind mapping uh, using miro i think there's a lot to discover there and uh, a lot of tip and tips and tricks to discover but uh, miro is not built to be a mind mapping tool only, isn't it? It is a collaborative yeah. tool for whiteboards, Kanban, and loads of other things. So, what do you, would you consider? Or what what uh, area of productivity 
would you really apply to Miro? Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, so first of all, I would uh, say that we are Calabria whiteboard. It's yeah. a category. Um, yeah, and um, but I would also say that we are much more than uh, just a whiteboard. Uh, we are a place where people uh, come together and create something meaningful, meaningful, create next big things. Uh, and yeah, I, I would um, I would answer like this. And I, I'm just thinking that we can also discuss it when uh, we start uh, the topic about rebranding, which always, yeah. which I'm always. Uh, hearing the questions about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It would have been my next question. Um, so Miro was around a while already, uh, but named real-time boards. Mm -hmm. So I didn't hear about real-time boards before. Um, but what, what, what was the decision to rebrand and relaunch the whole thing and actually get awareness of Tom Solid of this product then <laughs> with the new brand? <laughs> yeah, so uh, previously... Uh, the product was called Real-Time Board, and it was a very straightforward name. And we've grown to become much more than just an online whiteboard. As I previously mentioned, we're a place where people come together and create amazing products faster. Uh, and we're also a platform, so people can tailor their experience with the help of different integrations. Um, also, word of mouth is a very big channel for us, and the Real-Time Board was a very long Uh, name. <laughs> it was hard to remember. People often made mistakes there. And I remember that uh, after we did a rebranding, of course, there was uh, media coverage. And we uh, saw a title, which was like real-time board uh, rebranded to Mira. And the word real-time board was misspelled. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, it was yeah, definitely it was the, right the right decision. decision. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I, I think it's also worth to mention that um, Joan Miro is a Spanish artist who inspired us, mm -hmm. and his artworks are very abstract and unusual, and we see some analogies between our users creating boards and artists uh, creating canvases. Oh. And, and in, uh, this year we launched uh, Miraverse. It's a... Um, It's Miroverse, isn't template. it? From universe to Miroverse, yeah. just for yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's right. So it's like a, a gallery of great templates. You can uh, check uh, this out. There, there are a lot of great templates, and it's also like an art gallery for our our users. So I really uh, inspired by this too, and uh, the work of Joan Miro. Uh, his paintings and sculptures transformed these domains uh, and show what's possible in them. And we also inspired by this and we want to give people the tool that helps transform their domains. domains. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really, that would have been another question. What is Miro for and why do you pronounce it Miro and not Miro? Now it makes total sense. Um, I think that's a really great approach and something you can relate to. Um, and, and visualize your brand. I think that's a that's really good approach. And when I think about the boards that I create to to either understand concepts or on the other hand create my own concepts, like the iCore framework that I coach in my Inner Circle membership, um, then I certainly understand 
that uh, this is related to art, actually. It feels really like creating a masterpiece. And this makes it really hard because when I explain, for example, the ICO framework where I define the different areas of productivity, um, so, for example, for knowledge management, you could use Notion, uh, things like that, for task management, Todoist, and so on. Miro is really hard for me to place. For me, it's really a hybrid thing between uh, the different apps. It's really to making up my mind about something and then um, narrowing it down in the specific tools. However, then I appreciate really the integration possibilities inside Notion and ClickUp and so on where I can easily embed these mind maps and this is really something uh miro nails that it has like slack you have so many different apps you can integrate into miro and also mm -hmm. that i can throw nearly everything into miro except video files so we can also talk about if this is in the future coming but uh, other than that i can throw in there everything so was this something that was really the goal when you were creating uh, Miro or Retime Boards in the, in the first place that you can access it from any place and throw anything into it? Um, Question mark? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so when creating the product team was solving the problem of com uh, communicating and explaining ideas visually. And the best solution for this was a whiteboard. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and obviously when you have a whiteboard, then, you know, you're not the only tool there uh, when it comes to whiteboards, but it's the most flexible one that allows you to throw in everything and you can access it from any uh, browser and so on. There's another mm -hmm. thing um, like Milanode, I think it's Myla, Milanode. Um, mm -hmm. I was using this as well because it had a similar approach. However, then you really exceed when it comes to how I can um build mind maps out of it visual pleasing mind maps um talking about using the arrows different arrow styles the thickness colors and all this it's really flexible so i i i barely find myself you know not finding the to the the option to change the things so was it mind mapping you also had in mind when you created uh, this mm -hmm. yeah that's a great question um so uh, the mind map is the most popular visual structure to map your ideas. Mm -hmm. So uh, the first thing was a whiteboard. And then uh, we saw that a lot of people uh, using mind map to uh, visualize their ideas. Uh, and people were creating it in mirror with uh, stickies, shapes, lines, etc. And it wasn't very convenient when um, uh, people wanted to change something quickly. They had to do a lot of extra clicks uh, if they wanted, for example, to reassign node or change the color of uh, this mind map node. Yeah. So we created an interactive mind map in which you can add ideas very quickly with shortcuts, change the order of nodes very quickly, um, it's, et cetera. And I would also add that the power of mirror mind map uh, is that it's more than a mind map. It's a starting point for a lot of people. Uh, and after mind mapping, they continue the work in Mirror and create something else. So for example, um, product manager, uh, they use a mind map for brainstorming 
and after it they can create proper user story map or kanban right in mirror or for example ux designer uh, they can use mind map for creating sitemaps and after this they can uh, create lo-fi wireframes right in mirror without switching any tools so people can work on the projects end-to-end -end in mirror and don't lose time you know constantly switching from one tool to another etc um, and also you can easily present your work uh, right in mirror uh, like it, it's it's already uh, there and you can uh, also use our presentation mode uh, if you need more um, official presentation yeah i would say yeah that's really nice uh using the frames inside miro in order to create slides that you can mm -hmm. or in any way this works really well um as well so what i also appreciate is building interactive mind maps so i can jump i mean you have <laughs> nearly infinite space on a canva i I say that because I never reached the end. Um, so um, I, the, the bigger the mind map gets, the better it is when you start connecting different parts of the mind map and mm -hmm. just jump around. Um, I appreciate that I can add links uh, to specific shapes. I mean, many apps already allow you to um, um, paste a URL and you go to the page of this URL. However, you hear you really zoom into the shape or close to the shape as soon you click the link. One thing that I might uh, bring up here for consideration, thinking about Notion and Rome research and the direction we go here with big backlinks. So as soon you create a link, you will get uh, the same on the other end. So you can mm -hmm. go back and forth quickly. In Miro, when I create a link to something, it's not going back to where mm -hmm. I'm pointing it to. So if I, if I add a link to a shape where I want to jump to, it would be great if I have a backlink to the shape I was linking to. You know what I mean? It's like connecting an arrow with these two, uh, with an invisible arrow that just follows along as soon as I click on it. Mm -hmm. If this makes any sense. Yeah, Tom, it has, uh, it totally makes sense. It's a great feedback. And I also uh, keep an eye on uh, Rome research and uh, Notion. And I really like uh, this concept of backlinks. And I really believe that uh, something new and innovative uh, can be created only like you know in this uh, intersection of different fields and with uh, some uh, things that you haven't even imagined that they are linked somehow <laughs> mm. and uh, yeah yeah that's a great uh, thing to consider in mirror mirror uh, mind map yeah yeah so, but this only makes sense if you consider Miro to be also a knowledge management uh, kind of thing or just mm -hmm. something to scratch uh, and then go on in a different tool. So what is really the approach there for you, for, mm -hmm. for Miro in the future? Um, yeah, great question. So uh, I would say that one, uh, I think one of the things that we are going to focus is uh, being a team hub and we have a lot of feedback from users who want to have their uh, workflow in Mira. As we previously mentioned that we already have a lot of different integrations and um, our secret sauce is that uh, we had a, 
a lot of use cases and teams can uh, use us on different stages of the project. So, uh, for example, uh, sometimes you want to create a brainstorming session, sometimes you want to have a retro, then something else. So it's mm -hmm. ongoing team collaboration. Mm -hmm. And in this case, it can be a single source of truth for yeah. um, for the uh, company that use, uses Mira. Uh, so, yeah, we definitely see that uh, knowledge management is uh, something that is very valuable for our users and uh, yeah, it is definitely our focus. Okay, that that's uh, good news. Um, especially when I think about that you also integrate tools like Asana and ClickUp and so on that you can add um, cards of the different tasks in there. So that's, uh, this is something it's always good to visualize your project uh, on a mind map way it's just a different perspective and that's i mm -hmm. i always thought um should be more considered when i look at evernote and so on um i always wondered why is there no node uh, mind mapping functionality so that's good to know that you talk about single source of truth and um also, do you consider to improve the way to navigate uh, the different boards? Because I think this is uh, still a bit, yeah, um, basic or it's not as easy to find for me. Yes, I can star different boards, but uh, still it is not um, easy to organize my boards. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. There is room for improvement. So I, do you plan anything on this? Did you have any other feedback than mine um, when it comes <laughs> to those boards? Yes. Um, we, like in the ideal case, uh, we should uh, give the companies an ability to structure the boards the way they want for because different companies uh, have different organizational structures. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we uh, we hear the, uh, the feedback like this and uh, yeah, we definitely considering it as well. So you just recently added the uh, Zoom integration. So this just makes total sense, especially in the COVID times. And you uh, explained that you also all re work remote now. Was this idea rising as soon you had to re uh, work remote 100% or was this already on the roadmap for a long time? Yeah, yeah that's uh, a great question. I uh, remember that, of course, uh, when Zoom uh, was on, on the market, like we, we were using Zoom uh, in, in Mira as well. Um, yeah, so I'm not sure that I'm the best person to answer about this because like we have um, another product manager who's responsible for integrations. Okay. Um, yeah, so I would say that we, we, we definitely uh, thought about this uh, possibility because uh, we, use, we used Zoom uh, ourselves. So uh, maybe then the next question is also for this other product manager when it comes to two-way synchronization between different tools and other tools. Um, mm -hmm. Is there, maybe you can answer or not, um, if there are more on, is there more coming on the roadmap? Like 
Yeah, two-way synchronizations. When I, I, I mentioned the Asana cards and things like that, but I can't interact with these tasks inside Miro. So at least, you know, taking them uh, complete or th something like that. Is this coming to Miro? So we have really a two-way mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, we are definitely aware of uh, of it. and But we are currently more focused on uh, like real-time collaboration and video chat integrations uh, mm -hmm. because it's more relevant right now for... Uh, people because everyone like is uh, using video chat to talk with other people but yeah we're definitely aware of it so now you just added the the pen style or the pen tool recently to Miro and I just published a video about this where I express where I expressed my unhappiness about how this was implemented especially um, decreasing my efficiency when it comes to using an iPad um, with Miro. Um, I would like to talk or address this. Um, obviously, it is just the start of this pen tool, so I really want to know if there are future plans and what was the feedback so far about this pen, um, pen functionality that you added to Miro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, my, and I'm... Uh, really glad to uh, hear your uh, feedback and um, but before answering on this I would love to start with a story behind it if it's okay for you yeah for of sure of course we want to hear yeah, so, you talking not me <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so um, previously uh, when our customers were collocated they get together with their team in the meeting room and use whiteboards sticky notes and markets to explain their ideas quickly and create alignment. And right now, in a remote setup, it's hard to replicate such experience uh, because tools and devices often become barriers instead of enablers, mm -hmm. and um, they foster more structured approach. For example, when you work on with, with laptop and docs, it's one approach, uh, neat, sorted, structured. And when you work with tablet, stylus, and the canvas, it's totally another thinking mode. It's free form, uh, messy, and even playful. And we hope that our tablet app with enhanced stylus support uh, will return the feeling of a physical whiteboard and free form thinking mode. Um, I would also say that it's ideal for those who prefer sketching their ideas by hand or need a quick and easy way to explain their ideas visually. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and um, uh, right now, it, like we released it, I, I believe, one uh, week ago, uh, the feedback that we hear that uh, people uh, loved it. Of course, uh, there is more we, uh, things that we uh, can improve and want to prove. And I want to say that it's just the first step uh, yeah. for mirror tablet apps and we are going to focus uh, more on on this well that's good to hear that you have more on the plate here to come and um, so this is also implemented in android as well as in ipad mm -hmm. yeah okay so um yeah you always have to consider both isn't it so you can Definitely. take advantage of the iPad OS uh, in total, so you have to consider everything, so everything works smooth, and that's something I really appreciate that you have an um, an uh, 
consist look of Miro, uh, look and feel of Miro on any platform. So that's that's really something great. Um, but especially when it comes to, you said it becomes a barrier. So I think it's mm -hmm. really intuitive when people write down um, their post-its or things things like that. You want to replicate mm -hmm. this inside Miro. So the first thing I do is, you know, you, you can draw shapes and it uh, converts into a post-it, which is great. But then I want to write into this post-it and would love to have the text directly transcribed into post-it or at, le at, at least let it automatically stick to the post-it of course i can do grouping but that's another additional step so how is the feedback there and do you plan anything in on improving this mm -hmm. yeah uh so the for workflow that you uh, described i think right now it's definitely better because of apple scribble and right yeah. now you can for example create a sticky note and mirror and uh handwrite the your idea in the sticky and it will be automatically digitized yeah uh yeah we also uh hear the feedback that people want to just uh draw an idea on a sticky note and it's uh it totally makes sense uh, because mirror is all about flexibility for our users and yeah we definitely have plans about this so it's it's on the roadmap yeah i agree there's the scribble feature and um Luckily, Apple applied uh, added this scribble feature, so we have already some workaround there. But when I consider, you also offer that I can uh, create post-its on my physical whiteboard and then make a picture and it uh, converts it into proper notes. So obviously there is some OCR functionality there that can mm -hmm. convert your text. And on the other hand, sometimes you know, I just want to see my handwriting, which makes it, especially in mind maps, much easier to remember where different places are. And maybe once I um, I finished my mind map, I want to convert it into something proper text. So this is what the scribble feature doesn't allow you. Either you write it down directly afterwards, which is already an advantage because I don't have to use my keyboard, um, but converting it afterwards this is just not possible so um, mm -hmm. now we talk about um, conversion of handwriting to text um, without a scribble feature so are there any plans that i can actually like in note-taking apps like notability good notes and so on select the text and then convert it to text yeah uh, right now uh, i can say that uh, we are definitely considering because we hear the feedback from uh, our, our users so uh, yeah we like we are uh, we have it uh, in a backlog and very like we have very uh, strong considerations about it so this was already a long list of things you you said that you consider and that you have in mind and things like this. So maybe mm -hmm. you can tell us more about how you prioritize um, what will be published, and um, yeah, how do you how do you focus on the things that you think is needed most? Um, yeah, so I can say that uh, like as a as a product manager. Uh, you uh, just aware uh, about a lot of things how to improve your product um, and um, I can say that in uh, in in my team uh, I'm responsible for cross device experience uh, we are uh, 
uh, we are looking at things like how many uh, people uh, want uh, Im improvement of their workflow, how frequent this workflow for uh, this, uh, these people, and how critical is this? Because, for example, uh, like previously, uh, we when we don't have palm rejection, it, it yeah. was like a deal breaker for some people because it's a critical thing. People buy uh, iPads and uh, Apple Pencil to use it, and it was uh, a deal breaker for some people in Mira. And now we fixed it, and uh, fortunately, people can uh, use Miron tablets uh, right now much better. Yeah, that's really a big point um, you made there. And that's really appreciated. Um, so what is what would you say the percentage is of people using uh, iPads compared to using on laptops or PCs and so on? Is it an increasing number? Mm -hmm. You mean in, in Miro? In Miro, yeah. So uh, on mm -hmm. what device, you know, the device distribution using Miro? Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Tom. I, I can't uh, give you the specific numbers. Yeah, I can just, just about. That say that uh, in the last few quarters, uh, uh, we see the uh, rise of tablet users. And also, there is a huge demand on the market because previously, uh, like previous few years, um, the tablet market was in decline, like for two or three percent. And uh, at the previous quarter, there was rise for like thirty percent. Mm. And Apple also um, expected more sales in this uh, quarter. So, uh, yeah, I can uh, really see that. People long for uh, visual tools, for uh, tools for unstructured thinking. So, yeah. So before we we had this interview, um, you mentioned that you might have some other questions for me. So I'm happy to answer them. So just go ahead. Yeah, definitely. I'm really interested in what part Mira holds in your workflow of creative thinking. Yeah. So as I said in the beginning, Miro is really for creative uh, creative research, as I call it. And it's really when I want to make my head, uh, get my head around things. So um, I also show in my online course for Miro for creative research and mind mapping. When I try to understand uh, a certain topic and I l watch, for example, a YouTube video that goes longer than an hour or something like that, I put in the YouTube video into my board And then I uh, create a mind map around this video because I always can watch the video. Then I see at a certain timestamp, I can take this timestamp and make a link to this timestamp on a certain shape where I made the notes around. So I always have the connection to the video, to the place where it actually happened, where I had this thought and I create my mind map out of this. So whenever I come back and I see, you know, the notes I made there or, or concept that I created out there, I have just one click and it goes to this part in this video. And uh, this is really something where I'm using it for. 
And as the other, uh, on the other hand, I also mentioned that I creating my own concepts out of this and um, trying to improve productivity systems. My workflows are all in 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 my Miro. I'm also using a lot of automations, uh, Sapia uh, connections, and and other things. So all this is also in Miro, and then referenced. From you know the proper knowledge management systems, I have the wiki in like Notion and so on, where I click on this or embed this board to see really the visual representation. I also use Miro for work instructions. So when I have um, work instructions, or which is now which are living in Notion, um, I usually create workflows inside Miro. Either I, um, or usually I make a screenshot out of these workflows and add them to the Notion board. But it is so easy to create these and make them visually pleasing. That's really the important thing. There are so many mind mapping tools and workflow tools, but they all look the same more or less. There's not much that I can be uh, creative and artistic about this. And this is really the big difference. It always looks good. And when, when you know, my inner circle members, for example, they know my master classes that I give and the presentations that I create, um, all the pictures in there are created with Miro. So you see, I'm using Miro really in a lot of places and yeah. it's distributed through all my productivity process. It is just uh, the glue, I would say, between the different tools. Yeah, th thank you very much for sharing a lot of use cases. And uh, yeah, the great metaphor about the uh, glue <laughs> between different uh, tools. Yeah, great. And um, uh, while you were answering, I have one uh, thing in mind that I also really want to uh, discuss with you is about uh, medium for thought, because uh, the way you described it, it's like a great creative process. And um, I really uh, believe that um, that medium for thought and tools like this uh, can really help to uh, can really help for people to in innovate. Um, and uh, first of all, let's define what, let's define what medium for thought. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's something that lets you to externalize your thoughts yeah. and ideas. So it's like a free form thinking space and I really believe that uh, tablet uh, app, uh, mirror tablet app can uh, help people uh, to do this because what is usual uh, creative process with the team looks like. Uh, first of all, you gather raw materials, then you process these materials, thinking about them, uh, then you create something that you are ready to share. So it's like less messy, more structured and uh, at this stage uh, then you share uh, it with your uh, team and then you collaborate with other and building something new together on the top of these ideas. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that the first two uh, points, which is about gather raw materials and process it, uh, it's the very important uh, stages. Yeah, maybe 80% of mm -hmm. the whole idea is already created in this process. And the rest is just a refining part to optimize things. I see it the same way, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, it, it's just one thing that um, 
the plans of uh, tablet apps. So it should be an inbox for creative inputs. So we want to make the ability of adding content as easy as possible. So you could easily add different screenshots, um, references, and uh, quickly sketch ideas um, on this board. Yeah. So yeah, I um, use Miro uh, every now and then on the iPad as well. And I also made a one hour session where I was just um, using the Apple Pencil before even the pen style was added. So to be honest, I never had an issue with palm rejection for some reason. Um, and I created, I, I was I was thinking about the difference between folder structures and using tags uh, in, in Evernote and other tools. So I'm a really a big fan of the flat hierarchies where you use text rather than folders. And this is something I created using only the iPad and where I really um, went in depth using an iPad with Miro. And I was already happy because it was already much more than any other iPad app would offer. So this is not a thing, but I really looking forward to what you will do now that you added the pen style thing and especially um, get away with the, you know, put away the friction points, which is especially the switch between selection tool and pen tool. So as soon I draw something, I would like to use my finger to select it. And um, I think that's something in iPadOS makes total sense because obviously you see the difference. Is it my Apple Pencil or is it the app when it comes to, uh, to, from a developer point of view? Uh, I don't know how it works on Android. It might be something similar. But the, the, these are the things that would make it much more intuitive as well. Um, why do I say this? Because you mentioned this, it becomes really close to using paper. So when I use a piece of paper and start drawing mm -hmm. on it, this is really the thing that I can empty my brain and my mind and just get it on paper as quickly as possible because our brain is for thinking and not for um, saving stuff or, uh, or reminding stuff uh, in, in this it, these quick thoughts so we really have to get them out on paper or on any other device and this is was really the missing piece Miro when it comes in you know it's a paperless movement so I try to find really the solutions to do everything paperless and Miro gets very as close as possible to this process getting out this as quickly as possible so I really appreciate that you planning to make further improvements do you actually have statistics on what tools people use most in your application and out of this you will do the the prioritization on what to do next um yeah by tools you mean like uh, devices or like specific uh, no specific i mean tools and mirror yeah some kpis that you place yeah. and things yeah. you know where you actually see how how often is the pen tool used inside miro or, you know that's what i mean Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course, uh, we are a data in, data informed uh, company, so uh, we uh, make decisions uh, uh, with the help of the data and statistics. So, yeah, of course. So, how do you interpret the data then? Because um, let's just say you track the number of usage of um, the pen tool compared to the total number of users of Miro. So let's say only 2% use, or let's say 30% use the pen tool 
mm-hmm. every time they use Miro. And then two weeks later, after you release, it's only 2% using them. How would you interpret this? Because it could mean two things, isn't it? It could mean that it is not uh, good enough or people don't need it. So that's really, how do you differentiate between between these mm-hmm. things? Um, yeah, definitely. In, in this case, it's a, a signal to uh, conduct qualitative research because like we, we can see that, for example, the usage uh, has changed and we need to understand the reasons. Mm-hmm. And in order to understand the reasons, we need to talk uh, to our customers. And like it's uh, the first thing to do to real- realize what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that, that was the thing. So you, And that's what I also appreciate, that you try to stay connected to the customers and also the Miroverse and all this. So um, that's great. And I think before we close the interview, one uh, question that I'm also interested in, you're talking about teams and companies and so on, but I'm now as, um, using this mostly for myself. Maybe I'm inviting somebody for some brainstorming and I certainly will use it when I build up my team now in the future. However, um, do you also have single person users or personal uh, mind mapping people in mind or is it really focusing on B2B? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely have uh, single users Uh, in mind and I think that uh, the focus of creating medium for thought uh, will uh, help a lot uh, to these users because uh, to create something usually you start by yourself and then you can uh, share your ideas and you uh, build together something new so um, yeah of course we have uh, uh, users that, that work Uh, and then collaborate asynchronously. Uh, so yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, so that that's what a feeling I had as well, because people were complaining, oh, it's only for teams, but you have actually a plan in there, which is for, I'm not sure how you, for coaches or something like that, you, you name this plan. So there's certainly something there and it won't go away, it seems to be. Okay, Tolia. Thank you very much for uh, this interview. I think we addressed a lot of questions in here and really looking forward for the future releases of Miro. I certainly won't go anywhere so so quickly because I was looking a long time to find something that gets so close to my creative research process. So I appreciate that you were on the show and hopefully we talk again in the future um, once we have a lot more to come to the iPad and the pen functionalities and certainly happy to talk to you uh, behind the scenes and hope um, and and give you feedback there how to improve these things from my point of view Um, anything you want to to let my community know before we close the interview yeah I would uh, love to say Uh, that we have special offers for not-for-profit organizations and for companies that are dealing with COVID. And uh, so people can use it. And I hope that we uh, will help them in this case. Well, that's awesome. Thank you very much. And then I wish you a good time and stay healthy. Yeah, thank you very much. (laughs) It was a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Okay, I think that was a really interesting interview. Um, there are a lot of uh, moments in the interview where we weren't sure what the direction of Miro really is when it comes to roadmaps, but this is not an issue to me because I know that they are pushing out updates and usually it always felt like this was the perfect time that this update released. So considering last year what everything was published, including the pen tool, I think it is the right tool to bet on and to stay with it. So I will keep you updated for future releases for Miro. And certainly I will dive much deeper into using Miro with my iPad now and with my Apple Pencil. And if you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and I'll catch you up next time.